The following audio comes from the National Disciple Making Forum by Discipleship.org. The theme was relationships, and Steve McCoy of an organization called Small Circle led a track called Disciple Making Tools That Move You Upstream in a Downstream Culture. Have you signed up for the next National Disciple Making Forum? Every year, disciple makers from across the country and around the world gather together in one place to learn disciple making. Save your seat and register now. You can find a registration link at discipleship.org. At checkout, use promo code PODCAST to get 20% off your tickets. Now here's today's track session. I recognize that, that um, you know, uh, people have been in, in my sessions, you know, like the previous session and the other ones, and a, a lot of you are coming from other sessions. So I always just like to say, uh, for those of you that are coming in from previous sessions, give me about five minutes to catch everybody up. You, you kind of have to transition in to give you a context of what we're, uh, we're talking about. Uh, just a little backdrop, my name is Steve McCoy. I'm a lead pastor in a church uh, in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, we planted the church 12 years ago. Been in ministry for 36 years. When I came to Christ, I was studying to be a concert pianist in, in Boston, and I um, was uh, discipled by the pastor who was from India. And so I made this assumption uh, that that was the norm. Uh, as I say, I just thought you guys were like AA. You sign up, you get a sponsor, and you know, it's <laughs> kind of part of the DNA. And uh, found out when I moved to another city that that was not the case. It was not uh, not only the norm, not the norm, but it was rare. So just had this passion of of creating uh, a, a, an experience as a church plant. Could we plant a church with one-to-one discipleship at its core? Uh, I also like to say that uh, you know I understand that when you're in a conference you're gonna uh, you know discipleship in different formats sometimes a group sometimes a micro group uh, one-to-one etc and I just I like to say from the beginning that it is uh, that I believe something beautifully distinctive can happen in each of those that there's no right or wrong um, and even the guys that I know that uh, pretty well that are, have a group approach, they will also say at one point we find the need to have life on life that grows out of that group. So um, in this passion for a one-to-one discipleship and in a culture, could we create a culture of this in our church instead of taking a typical model where we have you know, weekend worship? And, and so I think in terms of circles, the name of our church is 360, by the way, Circles of Influence. And so in, th- in terms of circles, the, a, a large circle would be weekend worship. And then a mid-sized circle would be groups of some kind. This is a, what I call a two-circle operating system system. Nothing wrong with that, but this is what we learned in the 70s from Saddleback, Willow Creek, etc. Wonderful, uh, you know, Annie Stanley Church North uh, Point. This is the model that we learned. Great model. A lot of the great things came out of it, um, but some of those leaders also said, man, I feel like we're missing something to go beyond that. And so we, we say, uh, we believe that there's a power in one-to-one uh, the small circles, we would say. When you look at the conversations 
of Jesus. He is speaking in concepts, metaphors, parables in this in this circle. Uh, meanwhile, back at the campfire that night, can you break down the sermon? You know, the Sunday sermon. Uh, it didn't quite get that parable. Could you? This became more connective. This became more angular. This became more. Uh, there's more tension here. More fights going on than here. Don't see me two fights. You know, here uh, in the big crowd. Same thing for church. I've rarely gotten into a, you know conflict with somebody on Sunday morning. It's only when you get here. But then when you look closely at the experiences of Jesus, then these conversations that he had with uh, Nicodemus, with Philip, uh, with Martha, uh, were needle-moving moments. Uh, Nicodemus, by now, really? You, you, you are the leader of Israel? You don't understand this thing about being born a second time? Uh, Martha, you have got to chill down, girl. You are overloaded. Look at your sister. Very customized. Look at your sister. There's something a parent never says. Look at your brother. You should, um, Philip, uh, it's, it's John 14. It's time for me to make the transition. We don't know where you're going. Philip, are you kidding me? By now? Are you saying you don't know who I am? And you've been, we've been together all this time? Zacchaeus, time for us to, to grab lunch together. Zacchaeus goes in. One man comes out a different man. So this, the, the power of one-to-one -one is, is very evident in, in the scriptures. And so what we've done is we've created tools to make this a possibility. Uh, stand in front of your church as a pastor uh, or leader and say, Christ said, go make disciples. Everybody has going up and down. Yes, agree with that. Then we say, go do it. It frustrates the britches off of me to tell our people to go do something, not tell them how to do it. Um, and so our goal was to create tools for the everyday person. Doesn't mean they're shallow or user-friendly. I think we're pretty much burned out on that. Uh, but they're accessible. How can we get, uh, uh, to coin Bobby Harrington's word, truck driver Ted, to be a disciple maker, the everyday person. So that was our goal. So experiment 12 years ago with planting a church, um, uh, and uh, we now have about 130, 140 people in one-to-one -one discipleship in our church. We've created a culture. Our youngest uh, is 16 years old. Our oldest happens to be my mom. Uh, she turned 90 last, uh, last week. She's discipling her third disciple. Uh, her current disciple is 80 years old, came to Christ on Christmas Eve. Uh, so what we're, we've said is, hey, we can create a culture of one-to-one -one discipleship. We've managed some things, remanaged. So, for example, we do small groups every other week. We have from day one because I wanted to send a message to our church. This is not the end of the Yellow Brick Road. We ask our people to be faithful here. We ask them to serve here. We ask them to lead sometimes. We ask them to be part of a group. We ask them to have relationships with the lost. And let's just throw another brick up on the load and do one-to-one -one discipleship. We were sensitive to the fact that we're already are, uh, overloaded. And so we said, hey, let's do this every other week. And then when we leave, what we call empty parking spaces for one-to-one -one discipleship. And it's really worked well for us from the very, very beginning. Okay? Yes? Um, Steve, how many people do you have total in your church? Uh, about 750. Okay. That includes uh, children, uh, four-legged animals, and uh, people that died three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know how those church rules so go. Adults, maybe uh, adults, probably more like 500, I would say, something like that. Yeah. So we have about 40 to 50% of those in, in small groups, about 40 to 50% of those, and that's the way it's always going to be. 
You're never going to have 100% of your people in, in small groups. You're never going to have 100% of your people in, in discipleship. That's just kind of a natural economy of, of relationships. So, okay, so um, I wanted to show you. Hey, guys, if you want to come in, you're welcome to come in, sit here on the floor. Yeah. No, it's okay. There's plenty of floor space. Come on in. You won't, uh, better than standing there for an hour. Come on in. There you go. Welcome. Glad you're here. In fact, there's like these gigantic pads outside. We ought to just throw them down like bean bags. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. I'm gonna do my best to. Um, I'm gonna do my best to share. Uh, just to have you take a look at the tools that we've created. Let me just, and then this session is specifically on uh, a mobile app. Let me just say from the beginning, I like to say this, uh, we have never received one penny profit from our uh, books. We're not here to sell books. We make them free available to you by uh, downloadable PDFs. In fact, if you t uh, text the word disciple, you, you can actually zip your phone out right now if you like, and you'll get all of our tools uh, on, on, in an email link. So it's 941-300-1371. If you t text the word disciple to that number, you'll automatically, within minutes, get a, a, a link. You, then you uh, tap that link, put in your email, and then you'll get all of our tools. And you can download them, print them, use them as paperweights, whatever you, uh, you want to do. <laughs> In addition to that, we have a mobile app, and that's what this session is going to be. Uh, you go to the Google or Apple store and uh, search for small circle. That's one word. It'll float right to the top. Yeah, if you, you know, the internet's kind of nutty when you got so many people using it in one place. If you can download this as I'm talking, that will be your benefit. You can track along. I'm going to show you, um, and I'm going to be showing you the, 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 um, uh, the, the app on a computer, the web, web app, which is smallcircle.io. This way you can type all your content and through the cloud it links right to, uh, to, to your mobile app. So let me, let me do this, um, and this may just get super nutty, but hey, that's all right. We're all kind of nutty together. Um, I'm just going to pass out our tools. You can take a look at them, and then you can pass them back in uh, after we're finished. But I, I'm only doing that to give you a context about what we're about to do. I think if you, you know, each session, uh, if you don't get a little context of what we're aiming for, it will be kind of strange. So I think we'll, you're kind of sitting in hubs, kind of. <laughs> uh, Eight sets. That's fine. It has four books, so if and then we and then we got some samples too, right? right. Okay. As these are being passed out, I know it's hard to kind of focus when things are being passed about, but um, as these are being passed out, let me just tell you that there, you're going to see two tools, and we're going to look at a third tool that's only on the mobile app. That's kind of the key of this session. The, four, the first tool is called Exchange. It's got four books. Uh, in, our, in, in, the, in our past sessions, we've talked about what does it mean to disciple Joe, and what do we want Joe to look like at the end? We began with the end in mind, and so strong level of beliefs, passionate love for God, transparent relationship with other people, and a multiplier himself. And so the tools are based on, on, on that approach, okay? Um, also, you'll, you'll see a book that's being passed out. It's called Next. It's for brand new believers. And so, um, 
So sometimes, sometimes I'll say this to you, we fight to get our co the cost of printing. If you want to buy books, you can buy books. We don't, we don't even handle that. We have a company that becomes a clearinghouse for all that. But, uh, but the books are available, and um, I know it sounds like a sales pitch. It doesn't matter to us one way or the other. But if you buy them at the conference, you don't have to pay shipping or any of that jazz. There's a company that handles that. They're 32 bucks a set, uh, eight, books, eight bucks a book, and we get that at bulk rate. Again, we don't get a penny for them. And so uh, if you get them online, it's like 36 bucks plus shipping and all that jazz. So anyway. So, um, Every session, we just had a great session. Uh, every, right? every session has labs, and the labs uh, bring, bring alive uh, what, we're, what we're trying to learn. So uh, how many people are in our last session? Raise your hand. Uh, what's your thoughts on the labs? Yeah, it, it really, yeah, really brings it to life uh, from things that make you laugh to things that make you cry. Uh, there's a felt experience for every, every session, okay? So if you want to just take a minute and kind of look at the, you know, you can look through them. Let me give you an example. Let's see, I've got a sample. If you can't see a book, we also have samples too. So let me just give you just a quick overview of if you can find in whatever book you have, like if you got more than one book, maybe share it along, like just take one yourself, doesn't matter which one, yeah. And try to find one that has the word exchange on it. And if you don't have a book, anybody do not have, does not have a book? An exchange book, or you can look, yeah, there's some samples, okay. Find a page that has Disciple Maker Guide on it. Any page, or if you got a sample, it's page four, but if you have a book, try to find a Disciple Maker Guide. Um, this was an, our attempt, our effort to bring in, to, to coin Bobby uh, Harrington's term, truck driver Ted, the everyday person in a church, coaching them through, here's what the chapter's about, here's what the session is about, here's a word of advice, here's the lab, which we talked about in our last session, some, some things to pray for, some pop questions. If you turn the page, you'll see uh, an introduction, just some content, short but not shallow, and then you'll see some workshops sheets there on page 8, 9, and 10, okay? Uh, every chapter looks like this, uh, different books, different labs, so much to, to jam in here in five minutes over a overview, but I just wanted you to say, here's, here's, let me just say this about tools. Tools are, I think, necessary to, uh, to bring, uh, uh, oh, that was good, I was like uh, uh, looking, oh, no problem at all. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Our youngest disciple maker is uh, awesome. Ah, <laughs> uh, sweet. Um, so, at any rate, um, uh, so um, here's why I believe tools are important. There's upsides and downsides to everything. Without tools, uh, you're going to get a Swiss cheese effect. You're going to get holes. You know, you used to tell somebody, hey, go hang out with somebody. You're going to go to the book of John. We're going to learn a few things, but it's not going to be comprehensive. But bigger than that, uh, what we find is that when you ask a person to be a disciple maker one-to-one, -one, most people are like, I can't do it. There's a long list of reasons why they can't. Basically, it comes down to adequacy. People don't feel adequate. They don't feel equipped. It's our job to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, Ephesians 4.12. And so it's equipment. The downside of tools is that they can just become information. And then we think, hey, you know, I, I told Bob here that, you know, uh, here's the information. Now he's a disciple. And so we, we fight against that. 
uh, how do you fight against that? We do journaling, we do labs, we do these real life experiences, uh, resurrection, we go to the, the graveyard, we, uh, uh, we just did mousetrap, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's too crazy to even explain, but we do real life labs. So you can download the tools to kind of look through them and see if it's important to you. All right, now we're gonna get to the, the key of our session. Um, so I want to begin by, and, and, and we're going to kind of hub up as much as we can, you know, so if you're kind of sitting in a hub, I'm going to give you some exercises to, to do together. Just, I think it's always better to, um, I think it's better to, um, you know, kind of think tank together rather than listen to the talking head for 90 minutes or an hour and 15, whatever we have. And so um, I, I think that there is, like Jim Putman said last night, there's two wings to this airplane. There, you know, when Jesus said, go make disciples, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. So there's this truth and obedience side uh, of the plane. That's one wing of the plane. The other wing of the plane is this relational side that we're, we're building relational depth. So it's really life change and relationships and they're, and they're so closely tied together. Um, and so uh, I don't know if anybody read the book Discipleship. Discipleship by Jim Putman, Bobby Harrington. It's one of the better books on discipleship, in my opinion. Um, so um, I was really struck by the book. And so there were four circles of influence in that book. And so I worked with Jim uh, and his team to build uh, a, a mobile app to go with that. And it's called Mix, and that's that's going to be what we're talking about today. Okay, so um, I want to I want to kind of do a little bit of a lab here, and you can just kind of hub up as you're kind of naturally seated. It may be a little bit nutty, but that's okay too. Uh, and I want to ask you this question. Um, I want you to think of life in terms of where we live, work, and play. Um, that could include church as well, where you go to the gym, where you work, where you go to school, whatever that thing is. And in terms of, of what you would hope to uh, have a spiritual focus, like what, what could you accomplish? What kind of things would you think God is calling you to do and be in those circles? What would that be? Okay? So... In other words, let's take let's take an obvious one. Okay, let's say uh, in church, I know God would want me to serve, not just receive, not be a consumer, but serve. Uh, where I where I play, let's say I go to the gym. You know, what would He want me to do there? Okay, or what are those places for you? I'm interested, always interested in in getting getting feedback and hearing from you. Okay, so I'm going to give you about three or four minutes, just kind of hub up where you are. You can be groups of clump, clumps of four here, two, whatever, and I'm going to hear from from you guys. Okay, uh, in your hub, I want you to appoint a leader. Uh, I want you to, the leader who got the most hours of sleep last night, okay? Because you'll be the sharpest. <laughs> All right, so find your hub, create little hubs. All right, so wherever you live, work, and play, um, what, would you, what would you think that um, God would be calling you to be or do in those circles? Like, for example, I'm in the gym. Uh, I would want to build a relationship with somebody, uh, have a gospel 
gospel-centered conversation with them, whatever that might be, in your family, in your neighborhood, in your church, wherever that might be. Hey guys, let me explain it one more time, just to make sure we're on the same page. All right, yeah. All right, I'm getting questions like, hey, what do you, what do you, what are we doing? Uh, so let me, <laughs> I always feel such like a clear communicator when that happens. It's perfect. So wherever you live. Your neighborhood, your family, whatever, wherever you work, uh, you know, your job, your student, wherever you play, the gym, a sports team, whatever. Um, what kind of things would you say, as a disciple, in a disciple-making mindset, what are the types of things that, like, it would really be helpful if I had some tools to help me in that area to do or to be, that kind of thing. Is that clear? Yeah. All right. Anybody that's not clear, then you can leave. That's good. All right, let's. Okay, for the sake of time, let me interrupt you. This is not going to be an exhaustive list, we know, but um, it's good to good to hear from you. Okay, let me uh, let me start with this group right here. All right, let me start with you guys right here. Who's the leader? Who got most hours of sleep? <laughs> All right, give me uh, give me an example of what one of, that you guys came up with. Excellent. Ask who? Do you did you specify? Okay, like even a person that's not saved, perhaps an unbeliever. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, excellent. Yes, great. All right, neighbor, let's let's do that. Great. So, uh, one that would have great questions, right? A tool. Cool. How about right here? Did anybody have? Did anybody talk about? Let's call these like relational circles. Okay, so we're talking about relational circles where we live, where we work, etc. Did anybody have any conversations about uh, your God circle, like your relationships with God, like prayer, Bible reading, any of that? Anybody have those? Yeah. Yes. We did. Oh, good. Would you guys come up with anything specific? Well, we about having spiritual conversations mm. using biblical truth. Mm -hmm. Spiritual conversations with other people. Mm -hmm. How about conversations with God? Oh. Any, any of that? Prayer in our neighborhoods. Uh -huh. Prayer. Yes. Prayer. Did anybody have any kind of relational circles in church? Like what, who should we be in our church world? Well, I was going to say, yeah, because in our group, we started with who do you play with? Mm. Uh, because of grandkids and, and kids. Uh, you know, and so, of course, being in the car, the conversations with, you know, uh, the family. And what was your name? Cindy. Cindy said that um, she wanted to have a Bible study, and she talked to some ladies, and nobody wanted to lead it. So she said, all right, I'll lead it. Hmm. And they've been meeting for a couple of years hmm. and then challenging them to what they've learned, prayed about, or studied. Within the context out. of yes. a church, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So I'm going to put serving. I mean, Okay. Stepping up, etc. And I heard you say something about home. So, yes. Um, Anybody have home circles, you guys? No, but she was just talking about with her older kids. You know, they're not little, you know, they're older, but she still takes them here to there. So mm -hmm. in the home, uh, conversations that she has. Somebody said somewhere... Uh, and uh, in, in the last kind of all becomes a blur at one point. You forget who said what, <laughs> right? But you know, discipleship is it begins in the home, 
and if we're and that's uh, that's challenging. I'm a I'm a workaholic, so uh, I can be. Ch you know, my wife said to me one one day, um, "Hey, it's all cool. You're trying to change the world, but uh, we do need to change the light bulb in the kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> like, dang it! <laughs> not always calling him. No, she's not. <laughs> all right. So let me let me kind of show you. These are all excellent, and I'll tell you part of the reason why I do this. It's not just an exercise, you know, to, to talk through things. Here's the absolute greatness about a mobile app. Um, when you go to when we go to print, a lot of our stuff is in print. Uh, we're going to wait till the next printing to change anything. You know, when you print. 5,000 things, you're not going to go back the next day and like, okay, let's pull them off the shelf and print. when you do a mobile app, which we're getting ready to talk about, these are conversations, let's say we did, that you've brought up some things, we can put it into the mobile app and I can have it up and running in two hours. So let me show you where we're going with, with this tool and then we're going to do some more kind of interactive stuff. So with the tools that you have in your hand, there's a lot of the side of this, this wing of the airplane that's the truth side, the, the obeying of truth. There's solid uh, core evangelical beliefs that we're talking about, the resurrection, the cross, etc. We're talking about uh, what does it mean to not have, a, to not have be double-minded, to have a single heart. We talk about what does it mean to give back to God, a lot of these things. We talk about relationships, etc. But uh, when I read Discipleship, I was really struck by uh, th these four, what Jim Putman calls four spheres, or four circles. Uh, church circle, God circle, the world circle, in other words, our unbelieving friends and family, um, and our home. And um, he touched on these in the book, and there wasn't a lot of content in the book, and so I went to Jim and said, hey, um, there's, if you've been in my session before, I'm going to put up, I'm going to just kind of block this little space off here. I'm going to put up four big fancy words here for a second. Mystery, heuristic, algorithm, and code. All right, those are fan, big fancy words, but let me tell you why, why they're important. For me, I, I sometimes walk away from a conference frustrated because there's a lot of what and why, but I'm, I'm always looking for that handle, that how. How do we go back and actually do it, right? And so, and, some, and I think we're all getting better at that, but um, you know, mystery is like, hey, how do we figure this thing out? How do we take social action and enter the gospel? You know, how do we do that? Then somebody comes along. These are the, these are the Steve Jobs guys, the, the heuristic. Hey, I got an idea. It's just an idea. It's just a dream. You know, the, that's heuristic there, that, that you have the idea. Algorithm is the guy that starts putting it into like a, a formula, like an engineer. Like, okay, I can start to see how this, this goes. But the code is what you finally get as a consumer that's put in your hand and you get to take home with you, and you can actually use that tool. It's the hammer, it's the screwdriver, it's the sandpaper that you use at home. Here's the example I use. So, um, okay, so let's say uh, uh, that, you know, I decide here uh, with Chandler, uh, man, we gotta get healthy. I'm kind of feeling low energy, blah, 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 we gotta get, how in the world are we gonna get healthy? And then Chandler has an idea, he goes, hey, I got an idea. Let's go to a health food restaurant, see if we can eat anything that doesn't make us throw up. 
Uh, you know, can, can we stomach any of that stuff? You know, because we know it's good for you. So we go to the restaurant, we find this dish, and we're like, can you live with it? I can live with it. Okay, let's go for this. We ask the server, hey, what's in this thing? It's pretty good. Uh, it's chickpeas, it's kale, it's lemon juice, olive oil, oregano, and um, bacon. Yeah, throw bacon in. Just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. No, okay. <laughs> it's fake bacon, all right? It's tempeh bacon. Whatever. And so we're like, hey, cool. I mean, that, I, that, that's neat because I think we live with that. Then we go home, but we can't make it. Why can't we make it? We don't have the recipe. We don't know how much olive oil to put in, how much, you know. So what, what we're about to talk about is the, as a, what I consider a recipe, okay? So in each of these spheres, um, so I went to Jim and said, hey, can we create like hows for these areas so that disciple makers and, and disciples can walk away and say, oh, cool, then this is how I can do it. And so this is not about, it's, a, it's, a, it's how. So let me give you some real examples, okay? So I'm going to show you, I don't know how far I can stretch with this bad boy. Let me bring my stand over. Um, and if you can't see the TV, maybe you can scooch around and, um, and I'll just show you uh, our tool. When you come up into the mobile app or the, the web app, doesn't matter, you'll see kind of a... Um, a dashboard here will show you how far you are in each of the tools. There's three tools, two of them you have in your hands. And this is the one we're going to focus on, mix. So when you go down to the workbooks, you'll see the three tools here. Just to give you an idea, when you go to Exchange, there's four books. We're going to talk about all of these in the next session and how the mobile app is far superior than the printed material. There's some really, really great things you can do with a mobile app. But um, again, that's another, another uh, day. So when, you, uh, so when you come in, here are the four spheres, okay? So I want to do, I want to talk about uh, so, for example, let's just start with the God Sphere because that's the easiest one. So, when you click on the God Sphere, here are four areas in this relationship with God. Like, how do we relate to God? We relate, relate through prayer. We relate through the Word of God. We relate through worship, and we relate through surrendering, uh, you know, a response to Him. Okay. So, I want you to do. Um, I want to do a little exercise because this is fascinating with me. I love, I love the feedback, and so I'm, I'm using you as uh, test cases and, and whatnot, okay? In your hub, I want you to ask this question, okay? Think about this scenario. You're discipling somebody. Actually have somebody in mind, okay? You're discipling somebody. They come to you and say, just like I did when I was a new Christian, man, my prayer life is just pretty not great. Um, kind of run out of stuff to say after two minutes. I mean, don't you love the raw prayer of new believers? Yeah. Hey, God, how's it going today? You know, I mean, it's, so, it's so cool, right? But then it's frustrating for them. This was one of my biggest deals when I first became a Christian. I was telling my disciple maker, I don't know how to pray. I feel like something's wrong. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, dear God, man, I got to make sure I get that homework done. But, you know, my mind's off somewhere, right? Um, thank you. God, thanks again. And you know, you're, you're struggling with it because you've never done it before. You're a disciple maker. You got somebody that your disciple comes to you and says, hey man, my prayer is kind of skidded into the, into the shore. What are some of the ways that you would say, here's how I would teach them to pray 
practically. We're not talking about the importance of prayer. We're not talking about the theological power of prayer. This is, you know, this is John, your disciple, who is desperately saying, how do you do this? Where, give me some ways to do that. Okay, so I want you to talk in your hubs. A uh, person who's going to lead is uh, the person that got the least number of hours of sleep last night. Right? <laughs> All right, let me jump in. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> All right, let me start right here with you guys. Give me uh, just one idea from your leader, whoever got the least number of hours of sleep. Uh, one idea that you would tell, tell your disciple maker or your disciple, hey, here's a Here's a, a creative way to pray. Just have them journal uh, two to five things I'm thankful for. Oh, neat. My dad was killed in a car accident uh, when we moved to Sarasota, and it was the it was the it was the healing for me. I began a thanks journal uh, just to turn my attention to the things I was so grateful for. Big big deal. Really neat. Okay, how about in the back here? Sorry, I'll get to you. You guys come up with something? You know, the thing I, I think is so cool about the Lord's Prayer, you know, the disciples said, hey, you know, uh, can you teach us to pray? Uh, I'm, I'm just super glad Jesus said, he didn't, just didn't, uh, he didn't respond like, just do it! You know, I mean, he, he, he did give what we're talking about. Hey, here's some, here's some practical ways. Use this as a template, right? It was, it was um, he understood the, the reason they were asking. How about you? And that's excellent. By the way, in exchange, we have a page in every section to journal. And for those who've never journaled, we have some starters. Like, here's my challenge right now, that kind of thing. Excellent. How about, yes, right here. Yeah. Well, I thought the <laughs> We're bonded. <laughs> oh, neat. Oh, neat. Okay. Okay. Different topics, let's say. Yeah. All right. Excellent. All right. We could go on and on. So let me just show you. This is exactly what we've done with the app. Okay. So let's say, for example, your disciple says, hey, we're really kind of struggling with prayer. And so what we've done, for example, in prayer is created 30 different ways, uh, creative ways to pray. Um, some of these you could probably, a lot of these you could come up with yourself. I don't know if you guys know Steve Saccone. Anybody know that name? Yeah. Steve Saccone wrote Relational Intelligence. An incredible book, and um, wrote just finished uh, publishing a book called Talking About God, Six People That Came to Christ as a Result of Relational Evangelism. So we wrote this with Steve, and just he added a, uh, so much to it. So let me just show you, for example, someone said, uh, let's do the Lord's Prayer. So we would take this and, and offer just some things for a new believer or a disciple to have to be a new believer, using the Lord's Prayer as a template. Uh, of, you know, uh, filling in the blank, so to speak. Um, and then, uh, let me, I have a couple of other ones. Um, so, uh, just to give you an idea, write it out. Um, to, to take some time and write out prayers. Uh, so that you can be really more thoughtful when you're running out of things to do. Um, and so... Uh, in fact, if we have time, I may just try that out with you guys and see what you think. Uh, silent prayer, 
Um, so when we go to silent prayer, even just really practical stuff like, hey, close your eyes, find a quiet, solitary place, shut your phone off, remove technical distractions, set a timer if you're you know, kind of worried about end time. So we're trying to be as practical as possible here without being like, you know, steeply theological. This is not the place we wanted to do that. We do it in the, our other tools. Uh, but here, here the, um, here's some either another creative thing. I had not heard of this. I guess it was a, has been a practice for so many years. It's called breath prayer. Um, you know, we breathe. We so we're praying without ceasing, um, and so we're we're breathing in and out all day long. And so breath prayer is. Um, uh, so when you breathe in, say one part of a scripture, so draw near to me as I draw near to you. So when you're breathing in, draw near to me as I draw near to you. Draw near to me as I draw near So throughout the day, as you catch yourself like thinking about your breathing, uh, just a way to teach people how to, to pray without ceasing. Uh, one of you guys, this is kind of where I'm at right now in my own personal time, Bible reading prayer. The cool thing about the app is that you know, you're in prayer. You can, turn your, you can be in the dark room and still use your phone. You don't have to have a flashlight in your Bible. And, um, and so we've different areas of prayer, different scriptures that you know, we pray. And we just these are scriptures that you can pray back the Word of God to, uh, in prayer. So 30 of these different, these different uh, uh, ways. You can copy, by the way, in our app. Uh, there's seven different translations, by the way, in our app. And so um, you can use all these. Uh, let me just pause. You find this helpful? Yes. Okay. All right. I tell you, when, when we started getting into this, this was just personally just sharing from my end. This was so good for me because he gets up at the crack of dawn, like 4, 4.30, and he'll go in my closet where it's dark, and he'll pray for a long time. And I'm like, I can't do that, okay? I'm not a morning person. But with having him in the house doing that, and like kind of made me feel like maybe I'm not making the mark. But I'm such a journaler, and so looking at all of those different examples, it really freed me up, and I got to thinking we are so different. We're such a different fingerprint to God and how we relate to God. We are all unique, and I think he wired us that way to be okay with it. So if you're a worshiper like me, I can't go into long you know, lengths of prayer unless I have some kind of ambient music in the background to occupy the right side of my brain so I can channel in the left. So this just is really such a free and opening uh, tool, it's just going to liberate you and give you permission to access and connect with God the way you're naturally wired to. So this was just like that's a really great really point. Because she, Carrie, uh, is my wife, by the way, Carrie. <laughs> uh, you're like, who is this random person? <laughs> That's down here at the bottom. That's why. Right. I get up in the morning and I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm sitting on my yoga ball praying. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm still recovering from that. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Carrie, uh, I'm not a journaler by nature. Uh, I, I, when I write, it's frustrating. I think faster than I can handwrite, and my handwriting's sloppy and all that. But I'm telling you, uh, her journaling, her prayer journaling, is just incredible because she will come to, to, to me and say, hey, I want to show you something we started praying for last November. I had completely forgot, to be honest with you. And then God did it, or God did something. Uh, and like, wow, that is so cool, you know? That's her gig. And so 
the 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 here's the idea here when we wrote the, when we put all this together the idea was maybe as a practice you'll try this one like nah, i don't know i did that breath prayer it's kind of weird to me but i did journaling that was cool and so at the end of the day you may walk away with four or five that now has enriched your prayer life and it may be four or five different ones like Carrie was saying than your disciple and that's perfectly cool and normal right all right I got another question so here's the other thing on the app there's a place where you can um, you can give feedback so we're super open to um, to you saying, hey, I was doing the prayer. Man, I thought of, I thought of something. Uh, and then type it in. Those emails come directly to me and, and a team. And so it's so easy to put, I could put one in literally in seven minutes right in front of you and it goes right to the app. So the, I'm just loving on the back end of things. Uh, for those of you that are computer oriented people, CMS, we have a CMS system and so we put it right in hit the app button man it's live and so I'm just opening that up this is our app together so to speak um, uh, just launched this so this is all yes good. very very new <laughs> and I have one thing I think sure. also it's just, it's, a mix is unique in that exchange and next are meant to start at the beginning and be very sequential yes this is a real great for people that are less structured because some of personalities are less structured than others this is really great you can punch in and punch out let's say Man, I woke up today. I'm really having uh, this desire to connect with my neighbor. Okay, I'm going to pop over in the uh, world sphere and, and poke in and out of that today. Or I'm just really in the mode of prayer today. I'm going to go in and look in the prayer sphere today. So you can really, it's very organic and porous, and you can just kind of punch in. And same thing, out. same thing, even within an own section. You can start here, go here. Just It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's one of those... Um, candy assortment boxes where you're trying not to get the one with jelly in the middle but you know going for the almond or you know whatever your favorite is um, all right so let me ask you another question this, this this really is helpful and I'm taking pictures like especially like this who to pray to I, I really dig that and so I'm gonna I, I that's one that I'm like hey because these are awesome we already have those um, maybe not journal feeling so I'm taking pictures of these so we're, we're writing this app together how about that that's pretty cool so I want you to do another exercise um, uh, uh, same thing, your disciple comes to you and like, man, I'm reading the Bible. So, you know, when I start reading the Bible, I started reading the Bible before I came to Christ. Like any other book, I started on the left side, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, but didn't know, you know, not a great, you know, by the time I got into Numbers and Leviticus, um, I'm like, hey, no wonder church people are boring. So, <laughs> uh, but it was really super convicting for me, you know, things that they used to kill people for in the Old Testament, I had done them. So I'm like, wow, I convinced myself it was too late by the time I, so when I heard grace, I was like, awesome. That's <laughs> didn't get that on the first part. Here. So, at any rate, so you got a disciple that comes to you and says, "Man, I'm kind of struggling here in the Word of God." Same exercise. Let's just take a few minutes with your hub. Uh, what are some creative ways you tell your disciple how to uh, approach the Word of God? All right. Let's try it. Okay. All right. Let me uh, let me interrupt you. Sorry, I always interrupt, but. All right, so give me some uh, give me some thoughts. Let me get my writer. All right, give me some thoughts. So who didn't I not call on last time? Anybody back here like you guys? Did you? No? Any, what you got? All right, sorry. 
Excellent. All right, I'll give you just a taste of this, and then I'll give you. We'll go into another section. Same, same approach. Here's the Word of God, um, and uh, so contemplative reading. Let the Bible read you different versions of the Bible. We encourage them to lay out three or four different versions, different translations. Compare. What are you seeing? What are you not seeing? Um, I had uh, the one that you guys had listed. Uh, one of them is uh, read out loud. I love this one. So, you know, imagine when they got a letter from Paul, somebody stood up and read it to the church. Uh, read the entire book of Philippians out loud as if Paul were reading it. Uh, the one about putting yourself in the scene, we have that in here as well. Uh, the great one. Um, we have uh, study a person. Um, so take, a, you know, let's say, uh, uh, you know, a person like uh, uh, Joseph or, uh, you know, whoever, and then here's some ways to search that out. Here's how to find, you know, to do search, do a biographical sketch and some core verses and what do you apply from their life, etc., etc. Okay. So we've done the same thing in the God sphere, and then we'll move to a different sphere here. We've done the same thing with worship. Um, what I find is that uh, people, disciples, sometimes think of worship as a Sunday morning experience. To worship on their own is not very normal. Do you know, by the way, um, if you think of our churches, most of which are at a two-circle operating system, sometimes we'll do voting stations, but um, the average number of minutes uh, an evangelical American Christian prays per day, two minutes. Pastors, five minutes. Yeah. So it's this, hopefully, these tools, same thing for worship. You can imagine it would even be lower. And so there's one that, uh, for example, you know, the names of God, maybe somebody said who, who to pray to. So here's some of the Hebrew names for God and, you know, with the uh, verses there, what a tremendous way to, you know, go back and, and worship. Um, and we do the same thing for Christ. Uh, here are the names of, that are attributed to Jesus. Um, and so they're, you know, with scripture verses. So when you're there by yourself, you could literally say, hey, to your disciple, hey, let's just take this one, because there's, there's, a, there's a lot here of who Jesus is, and we're going to worship him for who he is. You could spend the next two or three weeks just on this one deal and uh, just come back and say, you know, hey, how's this affecting your life kind of thing. All right, uh, same thing for surrender. I'll just show this quickly. We'll go to another sphere. Every single one of these, like so, surrendering your idols, counterfeit God, surrendering your emotions, surrendering and suffering, surrendering to the Word of God, surrendering of, pos of possession, of words, of your plans, your thoughts, blah, blah, blah. So every single one of these has these four things. Here's the content. Here's a challenge. Here's what God would ask you to surrender. And here's a prayer that's written out. So really, again, trying to be as specific as possible. Um, let's take a look at the, uh, another sphere. Um, this is the only one that is actually in order. You don't have to particularly do it in order yourself, but I'm just telling you that uh, this is how we relate to our unbelieving uh, friends and family. And so uh, in this case, we 
we begin with just really broad topics. Why does this matter in the first place? Uh, getting your story ready to share with somebody else. Uh, uh, thinking about who influenced you as you were journeying toward Christ. Integration, so for example, uh, make a list of names that you come in contact with in the following three areas. And so when you go to these areas, uh, you begin to list this. And when you see workbook entry in any of these, what happens is that you can, uh, you should be able to write, which, oh, I see, is down here, you can't see it. But there's a place where you can write. Um, and so think about who are your neighbors that you see, where you see in the grocery store, who does your hair, uh, uh, who works in your yard, school teachers, the vet if you own pets, uh, restaurant service you see every time. So what we're trying to do is get people to, and I bet you the list will be a lot longer than you think. And so what we've done is um, we've done this for every uh, single where you live, where you work, co-workers, boss, manager, delivery people like UPS. We see the same UPS guy every day, uh, reps. We just did a cookout at our office. Our office space is different from our church. We're in a warehouse. And um, we invited co-workers from other businesses to come. And we didn't think anybody was going to come. It was awesome. And we had a lot of uh, 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 unbelievers there. Uh, where you play, you know, sports league, kids sports, gym, fitness class, blah, blah, blah. And so we're, we say, put this there. By the way, on our app, we'll show it to you in the next session if you come. Um, everyone has this little uh, pen and you can write notes uh, down here, you know, and then it, it comes in here. And so if you go to the notes section, it has all your notes, including the one I just wrote. This is Hebrew, by the way. I don't know if you know that. Um, just kidding. Um, and so I was just in Jamaica, I typed one there. So um, anywho, um, and so, uh, whoop, there's Google. Uh, so here, you can search for anything you want. No, let's go back. Probably just logged me out. That's awesome. Okay, so let me go to, um, uh, yay. Um, so let me go back to, so that's the world sphere. So for example, I don't know if this answers someone's question, but one of the things that um, is, you know, so there's a whole care section. Steve Saccone, who just finished writing this book, brought this, this to, our, to the table. I just thought it was so cool. Gospel listening. So instead of just saying, hey, I'm here to make sure you understand Jesus died for you, he rose from the dead, you're coming back, and, you know, I mean, so I'm just gospel telling, I'm gospel listening. And gospel listening, uh, the concept is, where is a person broken? Are they, are they, where are they, do they feel inadequate? Where are they lonely? Where, wherever that is. So let's say someone says, man, I am so stressed out. I mean, my job right now is killing me, blah, 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 blah. This is, as you're listening, you think, how does God fit that, that need, that brokenness? Gospel listening is say, you know, Christ gives us a peace that, Man, I don't even know how to explain to you. It, it, the Bible says it passes our understanding. It's, you know, it's past our pay grade as human beings. But when you have Christ in your life, it gives peace. So you're listening specifically. The gospel listening is where you can plug in God into the mix. So at any rate, there's just helpful tools like that. So this is very sequential in how we care for people. Uh, show them that you care, being transparent, um, and then preparing to share the gospel 
what are the challenges, what are you going to face, blah, 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 uh, and then finally going to the place of sharing. Do you press in? Do you not press in? So this is like almost like 30, 40 steps on how to teach our disciples, and us, by the way, to, to, um, to uh, disciple, okay? Okay, so let me go to the home sphere. Um, and by the way, somebody just found a, a little glitch with the app. As you're developing an app, we're, we're almost finished two years. Please let us know because our, our developers are incredible and they'll, they'll usually fix stuff within hours. So if you find something, you just go down here to the feedback deal. But ch check this out. I want you to, so this is what happens in the home. Um, and so the, each, each of these, so personal, work-life balance, I didn't write that one, uh, margin, uh, <laughs> physical finances, relationality at home, whatever. Um, so I wanted to show you a, a couple of these. So for example, let's, let's talk about relational and let's talk about romance. Okay, you may be sitting here and say, okay, uh, it's a little sensitive, I'm single or I'm divorced, or I'm a widow. So what we've done for every single layer in the home circle, the home sphere, is that we've created something for unmarried, for married, and for with children. So that becomes very specific. So for, for being unmarried, that includes divorced, widowed, single, you know, here's some scripture verses, and here's some, some how do you handle you know, romance as a single person, married. Here's some uh, uh, different tools that we put in, how to keep uh, romance in your marriage. Um, how do you have romance um, in spite of having kids? <laughs> you know, how do you have kids and not let them, you know, t uh, vacuum the romance out of the relationship you have? So when you look at every, it doesn't matter, power dynamics, conflict, you have these these three areas, so it becomes very so the home sphere becomes very specific uh, for for everybody. Make sense? One last one is your church. What's what's happening in a church world? And so, uh, what what is church? Why do we gather again for a new disciple? Like, what, do I have to come to church? Is that you know my you know my parents made me come to church? Why do I have to come to church? Uh, a sign. So let's look at serving. So we do. There's some tools in all of these. We combine style, strength, spiritual gifts, and and your story uh, to combine. Like, where can you find a place where your disciple can serve in church? where it really brings their story so maybe they maybe they're like me they're they've been a teacher in the past you know I've taught in college and universities so I'm going to use that maybe I'm, I'm part of the high school ministry and maybe I really love kids or you know whatever that is so we bring all this together and help in practical ways of how to bring people into the church world okay so this is this is kind of a navigational piece on steroids. That's how kind of I kind of look at mix. And um, so let me just pause. We got about four minutes. Any questions uh, and comments while you're thinking about maybe what questions you might have? Is this helpful? Yeah. Good, because it's a new tool, and I, I know you haven't used it yet. But again, it's our it's our goal to be super helpful and. and uh, Yes. Yes. I don't know if you guys heard that question, but the question is: um, 
if you when we designed it was it for just me sitting there on my phone kind of as a devotional type thing or was it interactive always interactive you could do it on your own for sure and I'm doing it on my own but what I'm doing is like my disciple right now struggles with consistency in the Word of God so it's just super helpful and it's a companion to the other two by the way if you were in next you just dip in the mix you know whatever it is if you're in exchange dip in the mix so it's kind of running like a service road to a highway kind of parallel to, to where you're going You've been listening to the Disciple Makers Podcast. Have you signed up for the next National Disciple Making Forum? Every year, Disciple Makers from across the country and around the world gather together in one place to learn Disciple Making. Save your seat and register now. You can find a registration link at discipleship.org. At checkout, use promo code PODCAST to get 20% off your tickets. In addition to this podcast, you'll find many other great discipleship resources at discipleship.org as well. May the Lord bless you as you seek to grow as a disciple maker.